Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It is me, Riley Brakefield. This is the Riley Brakefield Show. Welcome back for another one. Thank you for coming back. If this is your eighth time here, you must think I'm pretty good at this. So I appreciate that, and I love you. Chiefs, Chargers game. Quite the game, 27-24. Chiefs sneak one away from the Chargers there at home. So that was a good game there in Arrowhead. Justin Herbert, I thought he fucking blew a rib. On that third and one, he stumbled. He, like, looks like he tried to throw the ball away. He looks like he was in a lot of pain. Barely throws it away. Then the very next play, fourth and one, he fucking delivers an absolute dart. But I definitely think it's a broken rib or a crack rib at least. He was hobbling around over there. It was insane. Couldn't believe it. He looked awesome, though, for the most part, other than that terrible interception he threw. But, see, I feel like that was also Gerald Everett's fault as well. Because he was tired, he was ready off the field, but no one got him off the field. I mean, he just had a big play. Don't necessarily like that decision there by Herbert or Everett or Staley, whoever it was, to not get him off the field. Bad throw by Herbert. Corner jumped it, you know. Easy pick six, but both those defensive lines looked really, really good. You can see there's a lot of talent there, a lot of a lot of reason why both those teams are going to be very successful this year, in my opinion. So it was a pretty good game. I enjoyed it. I had the overdose, so I didn't enjoy it that much. Fucking pissed. Three fucking, just a vehicle. That's all I needed. Would have had the over, but. In other news, the Suns owner, Robert Sarva, or Sarver, sorry, gets suspended for one year and fined for $10 million. The Suns owner, also the WNBA team owner, I believe. But he used the N-word. He harassed women and multiple reports about sexual misconduct with both men and women. Pulling his pants down in inappropriate times at Christmas parties, like all sorts of whack shit. And but NBA players are outraged because he was only getting a year suspension and fined ten million dollars when really he should probably have to sell the team. I mean, it's another example of the NBA and the NFL just allowing fucking this toxic behavior that doesn't need to fucking be in the world anymore to happen. It's just it's really sad to see and at some point somebody's gotta stand up and put their foot down and get these these type of people away from the sports that we love so much because it just brings negative attention and makes it bad for everyone. So, Speaking of that, Brett Favre and the Mississippi governor took $5 million from the welfare there in Mississippi to help build um, a new volleyball arena for Southern Miss. So it's pretty cool. You know, the rich keeps taking from the poor. So, yeah, pretty shitty, pretty fucked up there. I mean, saw everyone saying it's fucked up even more because Mississippi, I guess, is our the state with the biggest poverty in the U.S., so. Stealing from the worst of the worst there, really, you know. Roger Federer retired, and that's talking tennis. You know, one of the best three tennis play- male tennis players there's ever been. Serena also just retired, so tennis is down or up right now. Who knows? I don't know. But uh, Aaron Judge, he's hit 57 home runs. I don't know. He might hit one tonight. Didn't see, but he's 16 away from the record, you know, the one that stands because of Barry Bonds, and I don't believe that most people count that one. I think they they're excited because he's almost a 63. That's the record held by Roger Maris at this time, so I think that's why people are excited, because he's close to their record, but I think it's the 76 or whatever Barry Bonds hit, because I think steroids didn't make those guys that much better baseball hitters. I think it comes on hand-eye coordination more than it does power, in my opinion, but hey, that's just me. 
And the Texas A&M program is also in shambles this week after their loss to App State. Um, players are, decided to uh, not show up to recruiting visits that they had scheduled. One player was going like 100 miles per hour in a parking garage. It wasn't that fast, but it felt that fast if you watched the video. Another player liked the very negative tweet about Texas A&M as a program. So that was pretty cool. Texas A&M is just fucking down bad right now. They are in the fucking gutter. They're getting butt fucked. They're having sex for money. That's how bad it is. Oh, and also they had this weird cult video come floating around the internet with a bunch of weird shit and nut grabbing and a bunch of weird stuff. But if you find the video, go watch it. Just type in Texas A&M cult video this week or whatever, something like that. You should be able to find it. Tell me how something like that is allowed in the state of Texas. And once you, if you're watching it and you're listening to this at the same time, you understand my question. Just leave it at that. And a rapper got killed by PNB Rock, whoever that is. I don't know. I'm not trying to talk shit about his. I mean, poor, poor bastard's dead. But he got killed because his girlfriend posted an Instagram picture of where they were at. And motherfuckers pulled up and shot him dead there. So that's just, I was like, what? You know? But I can't believe we're still killing people over rap music. That's crazy to me. It's music, you know. But whatever, not my not my tree to piss in. Am I right? So now we'll move into my one love, one hate segment that I feature every Friday. The one thing I love the most in the world, not the most in the world, but the one thing I'm shining some love to this week is Fridays in the weekend. Because if you're listening to this, it's Friday. Hopefully, maybe end of the day, maybe the start of the day. But it's Fridays. The weekend's right there. You can almost grab it. The day's almost over. There's nothing quite like a Friday. You have all this hope of those two days you have off of all the fun things you could do, all the stuff you're looking forward to doing, the time you get to spend by yourself, the time you get to spend with your wife, your family, your kids. You know, me and my wife were talking about this, actually, that we, as a country, need to move to a 4-10 schedule throughout the week to make life better so that we have three-day weekends. And you can just make it work for every job. I know you can. There's a possible way. Even for the shit jobs like working at coal mines and shit like that, they, they don't work. We, as a country, need to just work four tens all around. Having three days off would make our lives so much better. Everyone's life, they'd be more happy to go to work, all that shit. But just showing love to Fridays at the end of the day. They kickstart the weekend. There's nothing quite like a Friday. It's probably one of the best days of the week other than Saturday. There's nothing like Fridays. Fridays in the weekend, you got to love them. So, shout out Fridays, shout out the weekend. If you're listening to this on Friday, I appreciate you. Love you. Hope you have a good weekend. Okay? Me and my wife will have a good weekend. We're celebrating our one year anniversary of being married. I know, that's crazy. No one thought we'd be here. We prove all the haters wrong. So, suck my dick. This week, I am hating on people putting labels on other people. But mostly labels about whether you're Republican or Democrat. Because I saw this what happened with the Brett Favre. I was doing research, kind of trying to figure out what was going on with that whole situation. And people were saying, like, oh, of course he did this. He's a Trump supporter. Da, da, da. This happens on both sides for Trump supporters, Democrats, Republicans, all, all of that. And somebody does something fucked up. The first thing they do is they figure out what political party they align with and why that makes them a bad person. And it's just creating more and 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 more division in this country that we don't need. Who fucking cares if you like the color blue or you like the fucking color red? That's basically all it comes down to. No one ever gives a shit anymore about if people are good people. 
It's all about what fucking political party you are, what race you are, who you have sex with, what sex you are. If we could just come together as a world and as a country, just understand that it doesn't really matter at the end of the day what those things are. Because here's the deal. We're all going to fucking die. And you can't change that. So I, I don't understand why there's such thing as these miserable cunts in the world who just sit around and hate on people for stupid fucking shit all because of whatever fucking political views they have. Who cares? The world's never going to... The world could change around you, but who cares? As long as you live a happy life, that's all that should matter. We're all going to fucking die. I couldn't imagine being a sad, lazy cunt arguing about shit online politically Try and change the world because you can't change the world. Who fuck cares about changing the world? Just live your life. Have a good day. Not everyone has to agree with you. That's okay. That's what creates all this change that we want in the world. That's what creates opinions and new ideas. and It's what's needed to be a successful society. And I'm just tired of people being miserable cunts online. Be kind. And stop being a fucking cunt at the end of the day. That's all it is. So a new segment that I want to introduce on my Friday episodes is going to be called Conspiracy Theory of the Week. And the title's right there in the name. What? I don't think that made sense. Sorry, I had to edible before this, so I'm a little stupid. I'm always stupid, but I'm a little extra stupid. You know what I mean? I'm fucking stupid. But I'm a conspiracy theory guy. I like conspiracy theories. I don't think that everything's as cut and dry as... The media and the leaders of the world make it out to be. Like, for example, this week, what I want to talk about? Moon landing. It's fake as fuck, dude. It's fake as fuck, bro. It's as fake as Kim Kardashian's fat, voluptuous ass cheeks. They might be voluptuous and pretty, but they're fake as fuck. Just like the moon landing. It didn't happen. Because if it did happen, this is 2022. We landed there in 1969. Or 67. No, it's 69. Yeah, 69. And we still haven't... We don't go back. We don't have a fucking base built there yet. All the technology that we have. So we're shipping off our money to fucking Ukraine to fight a war that nobody gives a fuck other than those two countries. I mean, that's the truth. Why the fuck would we not go back to the moon if it was so fucking easy in the 60s when fucking civil rights was still an issue? I mean, you could argue that it is today, I guess. But the moon landing was fake. It was filmed in a Hollywood basement. Red Hot Chili Peppers reference. If you don't get it, I can't think of the song, but you should get it. If you don't, you're a fucking loser child. The moon landing was fake. And you can never convince me that it was real. I don't have other conspiracy theories. I might have to come with list the facts and shit that I fucking think. But this one, no fucking way. There's no way we landed on the moon. Because we haven't been back. That's the easiest fucking point to argue. Why would we not go back? We should be fucking... If we could go to the moon, if we could land in the moon, think about the world that we live in. Everyone wants out is trying to make money in the world. That's what everyone wants to do, right? Everyone wants to do it. So why haven't these big commercial businesses got into flying us to the moon for a travel vacation or some shit like that? They could charge you fucking two grand a ticket. You know what? Some rich cunts would come out of nowhere and pay for it. So if we could land on the moon, that's the type of shit that would happen. And I wholeheartedly believe that we have never been to the moon and still have not. And I don't even know if we've gotten to space. Is space even real? We'll talk about that in another episode. But I don't think we've ever been to the moon. 
the moon landing was fake. You just can't convince me otherwise. So today's main focus of the show is a lot like last Friday's. Previewing the big college football games, previewing a couple big college football games, giving you my bets. I need to fucking stop throwing these pieces of paper away when I'm done with my Friday shows to see see if these bets are hitting or not, you know, because I don't, I don't write it down and I don't see. I don't know if I'm giving the people stuff they can believe in, stuff they need, you know. First up, Oklahoma, Texas. Let's get to it. Nebraska fired Scott Frost, interim head coach named Mickey Joseph. You know, hold on, I think I drink of water. Just let me, just let this one marinate. Hold on. When your head coach gets fired, the coaches are coaching for a job. The players are coaching for a spot. If not a spot at that program, but another program. A new coach creates a lot of turnover throughout the whole building. Down from the fucking assistant coaches to the backup place kicker. There's a chance for change for everyone. Our brats are going to be playing inspired. They're all going to be playing for a spot. All the coaches are going to be coaching for a job, whether they're there or so elsewhere, just like the players. And OU hasn't really looked that good. I have no faith in them. I don't think they're a top 10 team in the country. I don't think they deserve that ranking. And I think they're going to show you that this weekend. But I do think they win. But Nebraska covers the spread plus 11.5 Nebraska. Easy money. If you don't take it, well, you're corn. You know what I mean. BYU, Oregon. BYU. Big ass win against Baylor last weekend. Top 10 team. Took him down, beat him at home late at night. Kicker still sucks. I don't think he's still getting to the Mormon fucking tier system of whatever. But going to be another big test for BYU. I think they win easily. It's going to be a good opportunity, though, for us to see if Oregon is a good team this year or if that Georgia game was real and Oregon sucks. But either way, Oregon's favored to win this game because they're at home. But I'm taking BYU money line. Easy money. I love BYU. I Told you already, they're going to be in the college football playoff. So, take that how as you will. Penn State, Auburn. Penn State's looking pretty good this year. Traveling down to Auburn. Uh-oh. It's late. It's late. I'm sorry. It's a bit young. It's going to be down there in Auburn. Penn State's looking really good. But Auburn is prone to win games like this. But Auburn hasn't looked good this year either. And they're two FCS opponents that they've played. Well, it's an FCS opponent in San Jose State. So, but I'm thinking Penn State minus three and a half. I really like Penn State. I think they went easy. Not easy. I really shouldn't have said that. Fuck. Here, I'll fuck. Take Auburn plus three and a half. Texas Tech versus NC State. Texas Tech is good. Joey McGuire has shown that last week when they beat Houston. Their offense looks good. Red Raiders looking pretty good. NC State still one of the best teams in the country, in my opinion. I still think they have a real good shot to be in the college football playoff. I think lots of points are going to be scored in this one. 55 and a half is the line there. I'm taking the over. Easy points. I think it's going to be a 35, 35, 38, you know, somewhere in that range point game for either one or both of the teams. So, and that's the thing. If one scores that, they're scoring at least three tutties. Easy take the over. I think that math works out. Yep. Yep. 61 would be that if it was 38, 21, you know. Michigan State, Washington. Michigan State has looked okay this year, but no one has faith in Peyton Thorne. He's not as good of a thrower as he looked last year. I'm not too keen on the Michigan State offense. I'm not too keen on the Michigan State team this year in general. Washington's looking good with Michael Penix Jr. at quarterback. I think there's a huge chance there for an upset. 
The line is leaning Washington's way. I mean, you're having a top 12 team in the I mean, they're 11th in the nation coming to your hometown and you're favored by three and a half. You better step up. But then again, Michigan State could step up. They do have the guys. They do have the talent. They just haven't shown it this year. So who knows? UTSA versus Texas. Texas coming off a big upset. Well, I'm sorry. No upset. It was an upset for them. I mean, they almost had them, you know. But UTSA is a very good team this year. And I really don't have a whole lot of faith. I don't think the, the energy and the vibes are going to quite be there. I do think Texas wins. I do think the Roadrunners cover the spread, though, plus 12 and a half there. I just don't think Sark's going to have a lot of confidence in Hudson Card. He didn't show it last week. I mean, he, if he still plays with that bum ankle, there's a lot going on there. Texas wins because I think they, they play inspired. They're still rolling in the right direction. I just don't think they have all the juice that they had last, last Saturday. Miami and Texas A&M. Talk a lot about Texas A&M. Their program is basically in shambles. I think there's a high chance Jimbo Fisher gets fired this year. I mean, I could see if he loses this game and then loses to Arkansas, you know, loses two or three more games in a row here. Bad skid. I could see I could see the Aggies say, like, you know what, Jimbo? You're out the fucking door, buddy. And Miami's a good team. Miami's a very good team. I really like Tyler Van Dyke. But you got to think here, this is a spot where Texas A&M just lost, you know, a close one they shouldn't have. Maybe look ahead game, they fucked up, but here they come back, you know, want to prove themselves. I don't know. Could see a lot happening. I'm just taking the over. It's at 44.5 because at some point I think Max Johnson comes into this game. Haynes King is not the answer for the Aggies. Got to go to Max on this one to win the game. So over is definitely hitting there. San Diego State, Utah. San Diego State is a really good team. I still love Utah even after they got beat by Florida. I mean, they almost won that game. Came Rising just threw a pick on accident, in my opinion. San Diego State is a really good team. You know what? I put the over on this one at 49.5. I'm taking the under. I forgot. San Diego State fucked me a lot last year, and I know their defense is a lot the same this year. They defensively are very good. I don't think they win, but I think they keep it low scoring, and Utah only wins by like 20, 21 to fucking 17 or 3 or something like that. Easy win for the Utes. Fresno State, USC over here. I'll, I'll tell you in a sec, but I just love friends Fresno State. I love Jake Hayner at the quarterback position. I love I mean, they lost a nail-biter last weekend to Oregon State. And USC has a lot of talent on offense. Leak and Riley has been known to do that for years and years and years. I really just love an explosion of points here. The line's at 73.5. I think that hits. I mean, 74 would be able to win it. That's 37 each. I think this we're looking at a 42-45 point ball game here. Both teams are not the best defensively. Both offenses are so highly powered. Kind of rolling in the right direction. They both put up a lot of points the past couple weeks. And that's why that point total is so high. I honestly think it hits. I know it's a long stretch. You see that number, you freak out a little bit. But trust me on this one, I have a lot of faith in that. Probably going to put it in the douchebag report later today as well. Last game, college football-wise, Mississippi State, LSU. I just, I think a lot of points are going to happen here. Lines at 53, 53 and a half. The Pirate, Mike Leach, with his air raid offense, is looking good the past couple weeks. LSU, I think, starting to click in the same direction as well. I do think Mississippi State might pull this one out, but you never know. It's here in Tiger Stadium. A lot of crazy shit can happen late at night in Death Valley, but we'll have to see. But I like the points here for sure. A lot of points. And now, NFL. Buck Saints. Tom Brady has only beat the Saints once since he's been a Buccaneer, and I don't think that changes. I mean, Saints are a good team. Sure, I really like Jameis. I mean, I know the line is favored in the Bucks' position right now, plus or minus two and a half. I'm taking Saints money line. Honestly, I think the Saints win this game outright. Easy dub for them. 
just because Tom Brady has bad luck against them, and the Saints are a very good football team. I mean, they snuck one against Falcons, but I think it's kind of getting things rolling in the right direction. Really love the Saints this year. I, like I said, I know I said this before, they can make the playoffs for sure. Sorry, my mouth is parched, man. Patriots versus Steelers. Taking the under here, 40 and a half. No offense. I mean, saw it last week, Patriots sucked. I do like Mitch, but I don't think the Steelers are. I think they're going to be on a bad fucking uphill climb. I think they're going to have one good week, one bad week, one good bad, one good bad, good bad, good bad. I think Najee's out too, maybe even. So, not good for them. And no TJ Watt on the defensive side. That's why I think the Patriots do score a couple touchdowns possibly. I mean, I think this could be like a 17-10 to 10 type of game. It's not going to be very fun. Bears versus Packers. That one's on Sunday night. Can the Packers get their offense going? That's the biggest question right there. I hope that they can, you know. They just need it really badly because they looked horrible last week. Bears played good. I think that they're kind of trending up. I think they only score a couple touchdowns, though. <laughs> yeah. Because they still suck against the Packers. They always do. So, but I'm taking over here, 41 and a half. I think, you know, Packers at least put up 30. I think the Bears can put up at least 10 to 17 to make it close. So, easy money there. Bengals, Cowboys. Bengals are going to fucking absolutely destroy the Cowboys. In Jerry World, line's at 7 and a half. I think I'm taking that. I think since he beats them by 14 to 20, maybe even. Bengals, I think it's a good bounce back spot. They started out bad week one. They're going to be playing inspired. They're ready to prove everybody wrong. You know, everyone's doubting them. Da, da, da. I mean, not really, but yeah. But I think they come out. Cowboys suck offensively. They're not going to put up points. Cowboys do have good players on defense, but I think Joe Burrow, Jamar, Joe Mixon, just that offense is going to be rolling in the right direction. Bengals are going to put up a lot of points this week, too, probably. Dolphins versus Raiders. Big game for the Dolphins offense. We're going to see what they're all about, you know. I mean, they had a good week last week. I mean, not really. They didn't put up 17 points. That's fucking garbage. But it's going to be interesting to Keep up with the team like the Ravens, who can score a lot of points. And, I mean, they have a pretty explosive offense as well, you know. So, I'm just excited to see, you know, they kind of got lucky the Patriots weren't firing on all cylinders, or if that's even the Patriots team we know or going to know. But I just think the over is going to hit here, 44.5. I think the kind of like the Packers-Bears game, I think it's a 30-10 to 10 type game. Just easy points for the Ravens and the Dolphins struggle and show why Tua sucks. I mean, hit a clip today saying that if his wide receivers can't see him, how is he supposed to throw them the ball? Um, brother, what? I don't know how that's supposed to work. But anyways, I appreciate you listening. If you've been here for all eight episodes, holy fuck. If you've been here for all eight episodes, I appreciate you. I love you. Like, share, subscribe. Send it to your friends, your family, your mothers, your fathers. Send it to the crackhead on the corner because I just told y'all some really good fucking bets. Tell that crackhead, this is my podcast. Get a couple of dollar bills. Go put it in the machine at the fucking casino. Bet these fucking bets. Write them down. Did you hear that? Write them down. Take them in there. Go put them in. You're going to win some money. Get yourself off the fucking streets. That's what I'm here for. Clean up the streets. Riley Rayfield. 20, like 40. I'll be president, motherfuckers. I love you. I appreciate y'all. For now, your boy Titties is out. Love you. Love you. Love you. Your boy Titties is out. Like, share, subscribe. Your boy Titties is out. Like, share, subscribe. Thank you.